The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. This weekend, the Green Party is holding its annual party conference in Athlone. Joining me now is Catherine Martin, the party's deputy leader and minister for tourism, culture, arts, Gaelic, sport and media, and of course, TD for Dublin Rathdown. Welcome, Minister. Thank you very much. Good morning. Uh, I'll talk in a second about the the, um, party conference and and what you hope emanates from it. Before that, though, um, this week saw the vote in relation to whether or not there was going to be a declaration of a a housing emergency. And yesterday we got figures on how significant that problem now is. The record number of homeless people in the state, um, more than 11,000, including 3,480 children in emergency accommodation. In that context, was it a mistake not to support the motion calling this the emergency that it evidently is? I, I, I think, you know, we, we, we have to recognise that we are absolute resolution. This is a, a top priority for, for government. Um, we, you know, there's, there's no quick fix um, to, to the housing challenge. And I, I think that to say that is, is, um, is disingenuous, but our focus is absolutely, we're in emergency mode as a government um, to, 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 and we are, you know, I think we will, we will, we will see the fruits of what we've implemented, I, you know, a record 4.5 billion in state housing investments will be made in 2023. And, and this will really underpin the, the ambitious housing for all plan and, and deliver the largest state home building program ever. And we will have over 9,000 direct built social homes, uh, but 5,500 affordable homes. And, you know, which is well and good, Minister, but your own cabinet colleague, Dara O'Brien, described it as an increase. Uh, this month and now he says that it emphasises the need for the eviction moratorium and all the rest of it but the numbers are travelling in the absolute diametric opposite direction of the way you would want them to. Yes and the increase in homelessness seen in recent months is a serious concern um, for, for government but I believe it's been actively addressed. We, we have legislated for a temporary measure that protects renters who are facing homelessness by, by deferring any no-fault tenancy term, terminations for taking place this winter while you know this emergency measure is really necessary and provides assistance in in the short term, but the long term answer to our accommodation challenge remains you know in an increased and sustainable supply of new housing, and that's absolutely where 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 our focus is. Given how long it has taken to to I was going to say to solve the problem, but the problem is far from solved. Given how long how much time has been spent tackling the problem. Is there anything that you or your cabinet colleagues can point to and say, well, there is the significant blockage that if we could but remove that, things would flow properly in the market again? Well, I, I believe, you know, the, the, the Green Party has made, you know, I suppose a difference uh, in, in, in terms of the housing policy approach in government already. You know, cost rental is something that myself and Minister Eamon Ryan were, were talking about in the last stall term. It's a core Green Party policy. And that is now a focus of government policy because the Greens are in government and we expect 18,000 new cost rental homes um, by by 2030. Also because of the Greens in government, we have 100% public housing on public land in in Dublin and and Cork too. So we are already starting to make a difference and and bringing our core policies on on housing too. But in terms of the the overall issue, and I'm conscious that I I do want to talk to you about the Ordesh, but in, in terms of the overall issue... Is it a matter of continuing to deploy the policy agenda that you are already um, subscribed to, or is there anything else that you believe could be done? Well, I think the, the the housing for all plan is really a living plan with with an inbuilt flexibility to to review actions and targets as 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 necessary. So, there, there you know, as I said, it's a it's a living plan. 
and and you know the plan currently sets out the the annual targets of overall housing delivery by 2030 and clearly shows it building up towards 40,000 homes per per year but it it is intended to review the underpinning research used to calculate the targets when the full census data becomes available in in 2023 from the CSO but um, as I said, it's a living plan with an inbuilt flexibility to review the actions okay. and targets as needed. Um, the party conference, of course, uh, on today and for the um, weekend. The time at which you find yourself having the um, party conference is a time at which green issues have probably never been so much to the forefront of the public discourse and the public agenda in Ireland, in Europe and around the world. Do you think the Green Party will be able to capitalise on that and convert it into votes? And if so, how? Well, I, I believe our, our focus is on, you know, being in government and, and making the difference when it comes to the absolute, you know, climate crisis that is, is facing us all. And everything we do is about protecting, the, you know, the, the current generation, but also looking to the future um, generation. So, and, and what we've done to date between the, the climate action plan, it's about changing a way of, I suppose, what the Greens are Green Party are focused not only on helping people, and, but, but helping people and planet at the same time. I think that's the key. So like cutting fares and public transport helps ease the financial pressure commuters are under, but also reduces emissions. Similarly, our retrofit plan will drive down families' fuel bills. It will deliver warmer and healthier sorry, homes, Minister, but lower our country's emissions. I'm, I'm more asking in relation, because the, the, an annual conference is one of the few times when a party is able to say, well, let us look within and be introspective and see what are we doing in terms of the electoral offer that we have and the policy platform that we have. I would have thought that from the Greens' perspective, there's an element of come at the hour, come at the man, that this is the a unique opportunity for the Green Party to capitalise, that we're in a, in a situation where what people are talking about all the time now is the shift from renewables, the move away from fossil fuels, particularly to get us energy security, but also for the uh, environmental impact of it, the shift to EVs. All of those kind of things are now in the common parlance. Do you think the Greens need to do more to tap into that electorally? Well, I suppose part of our focus today, and and remember, this is the first time we're having an in-person convention since we went into government. Um, The last time we met in person for a convention was 2019. And and of course, this weekend is an opportunity to assess our work, but also to plot out our path of growth as an electoral force uh, and to get Greens elected in every part of this country. And, And that really starts here at this convention, you know, by supporting and empowering each other to, to, to achieve what needs to be done at local, at national level. We have our two green MEPs here as well. And it's, it's, um, and it's about working on that and focusing on that. There's a, a section on the, the electoral, um, we're, we're focused on that and our electoral strength and looking to the local elections, looking to the next general election, um, because we, we need to keep climate action, real climate action, you know, front and centre on, on our, our country's agenda. It seems though when you look at the recent polls that the, the the Green agenda, or at least the Green Party agenda, isn't resonating to the extent that one might have thought that it would. You, you're in and around the 4 to 5% mark. But but what what is is happening, and I hope is resonating people, is the, the changes that are happening um, you know, due to us being in government, as I, I said, you know, this, and, and, and I think that's really where our focus is on, how we can improve people's quality of life, but also 
um, tackling the, the the greatest challenge facing humanity, which which is the climate crisis, and we are doing that. Um, there is that 20% cut in public uh, trans- transport fares. There's the, the, the basic income pilot for artists that is happening. You know, that's radical uh, landmark change for how we support our artists. There's the, the OSMR bill for online safety, the largest ever investment by an Irish government in tree planting in the history of the state. Um, they had the abolition of planning permission for domestic solar panels. Finally, because we're, we're in government microgeneration, so households can now sell excess solar power back to the grids. There's the, the doubling of the, the National Parks and Wildlife Services, uh, conservation rangers. You know, we, we have phasing out our throwaway culture with the passing of the circular economy bill. And that's what our focus is on. It's on delivering real change that, that, that needs to happen. And that's the very reason we took the decision as a party to go into government. And um, because we, we said in the general election, this is the decade of change. Um, and and we need to be in there in government to deliver that change. Which, of course, is always a very difficult decision for a junior party in coalition, because if you look back at the experience of junior uh, coalition parties, including your own experience that the, the last time you went into government, they don't tend to be thanked for that choice um, of going into government. Do you think this experience will end up being different for the Greens? Well, the, the Green Party will never shy away uh, from going into government um, if we can deliver a green agenda in, and make sure the, the, the green agenda is central to a program for government. Because in a climate crisis and a biodiversity crisis, you don't have the, the, the choice to, you know, to, to or you can't cherry pick options. You can't choose coalition partners. If it's a crisis, you must act like a crisis. And one thing the Green Party won't do is shy away if, if we can have a green agenda, you know, agenda central to a programme for government and at the time the, the, the programme for government that we negotiated for this government um, was said to be the greenest programme for government um, that, that, that the, the country had ever seen and that's because we had we were there front and centre so um, that's one thing about the Green Party we, we will always do what needs to be done when, when, when this you know, climate crisis facing us it's the, the very reason for our, our existence but it's about the broader quality of life as I said it's about Making the, you know, I suppose making the planet and people's life. Um, it's the two at one. So it's you, you focusing on helping the, people and planet together. You mentioned the negotiations around the program for government. Obviously, those negotiations entailed who would get what positions. The the mood music is that we are likely to see some form of uh, reshuffles coming up in the next number of uh, weeks and months. If that happens, would you like to see the Green Party with briefs other than the ones it currently has? Well, that will be a decision for for the the, the three party leaders um, to to discuss, um, and, and I I will see what happens there. I what's I, your desire? Um, Do you like the current briefs? Do you believe they're the ideal ones for your party to hold? Well, I can only speak to to my to my own brief. I won't speak for for Minister Eamon Ryan or Minister Roderick Gorman, but I I think they're doing exceptional work in in those briefs um, and in those portfolios. And uh, for for myself, I I, I you know it's a privilege. To, to, to be at, at the cabinet table, um, an absolute privilege. But and I, I, I would I would be happy to, to continue as minister for tourism and culture and arts and Gaelic and sport and and, and media. Uh, they, they're all very much connected, and and I'd like to continue the job work. My my focus is on the work that needs to be done. Well, I'm conscious that the work that needs to be done now is probably you to start preparing for your speech, which is at, of course, 6.20 this <laughs> evening in the name of Ryan following you directly. Minister, thank you very much. That is Green Party Deputy Leader Catherine Martin. Thank you. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at 9 on News Talk.